Now, with this new movie that we're reviewing this week, Don't Worry Darling, I think that it's only fair that we start this episode in styles. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like Harry Styles because he's in the movie. All right, then. <laughs> All right, strong start. You know what? I was just throwing it at the fences, but you snagged it. You get you stopped the home run, buddy. Yeah, you, I'm, you crushed stopped it. I'm Harry Stoyles. It's you me. You stopped the home run. You no. stopped the home run. You stopped us from scoring. My bad. Uh, we're back this week to talk about Don't Worry Darling. Of course, us being back is me referring to the name of this podcast, Rumi's Talking Movies, the next best stop for all things movie news and reviews. I'm your host, Dana, and joining me, as always, are my Harry Styles, Jackson. Still not Harry Styles. And can't. I don't think I've ever complained about it before, but why am I always second? Like, do you think well, that when, you no, could switch it up every now and then? Because I'm not even kidding. I, I listened to one recently. When I switched it, you went, why did you switch it? <laughs> so there's no winning with you. So yeah. I'm just going yeah. to like, <laughs> no, it you know, sounds like me. do it the same way every time. <laughs> so that way I don't, I deal with it less. Okay. But before we talk about Don't Worry Darling, I think we should first worry, darling, about some movie news and TV stuff. So with that, <laughs> let's jump into it. Should we it. change the name of our podcast? Movie news Rumi's and TV stuff. Movies and TV stuff. <laughs> Day Only news Day. about the movies, but stuff about the TV shows. <laughs> uh, guys, Danon's disappeared somehow. Holy, he's I, invisible. I was doing the John Cena thing that he does in the WWE because our first news bit involves John Cena. John Cena has set a new record for the most wishes granted through Make-A-Wish Foundation, 650 wishes granted for critically ill children. That's a cool and also unfathomable m- number. Like Who held it at 649? I don't know. <laughs> what, I mean, what loser? Maybe maybe no one kept track until now. But um, they're like, oh my, 650? That's, that's a good amount. Jeez. That's good. Good job, John Cena. Yeah, uh, what a good guy. That's, that's just like really cool. And honestly... He'd probably be one of the people I'd want to see because I wouldn't want to go like, yeah, Tom Cruise because you just like I'd stand to your stand, soul. Yeah, stand to my soul, stand at the bed. Have you seen Top you, Gun? <laughs> would you want him in uh, the Peacemaker outfit? I, I don't care. I do. No? I want him to I do would. the dance yeah. into the hospital room. I want him to be dressed as Fred's dad from the Fred movies. That would be also be a, like a top contender. To like John Cena. So like John Cena, <laughs> okay. yes. Yeah. You know what doesn't have John Cena? Hmm. Illumination and Nintendo announced the teaser trailer of the Super Mario animated film. That's set to release on October 6th. But no John Cena. But no, but no John there's Cena. no okay. Oh, not that we know of. Just yet, wanted to clarify. That'd be Funky Kong. That'd be so good. But God, mm. I don't know if I'm mentally prepared to just have Jack Black, Seth Rogen, and Chris Pratt. And Chris Pratt just their voices come together in this movie. Now, the thing I wanted to include this is because that last week we were talking about how Nintendo was purchasing an animation thing. I guess everything's going smooth with this Nintendo one. Or Suppose. they're releasing the trailer. Everyone goes, or cool. And then they'll go, no, just kidding. We bought this animation studio. We're making the real Mario movie. Can we make predictions? Like on a one to 10, how much of a dumpster fire on the internet is this going to start? I think it's going to go great because the, the purchase goes through October 3rd. Mm-hmm. So they have three days to make the trailer. Mm. So I think it'll be great. I think I think the internet's really gonna love it. I think I can't tell if that's sarcasm. I feel like that's <laughs> no, just I'm joking, Jack. Crazy sarcasm. He was lying. I, I was wearing a liar. This is gonna you be a thought 10. I was for real. This is gonna break the internet, and I don't think it's gonna be good in a good way. Mm. I think there's gonna be plenty of memes out of this, but I think it's just gonna be like a genuinely good trailer, like the you Lego think? movie. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see on October 6th, Danon. We will. Yeah. 
You know what? We'll see on November 23rd. Nice segue, man. Netflix's upcoming Adams Family series Wednesday, which, like I said, will release November 23rd. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also happens to be on a Wednesday. Wow. Do you think that was an accident? <laughs> no. I, I hope not. <laughs> they went, oh, cool. Oh, you planned that. Sure, I don't care. Yeah, like like the sh- like the show. <laughs> uh, but it's cool that because I was a little confused. It's a series, not a movie, right? But they're doing the the, the old Netflix Netflix spe- the, <laughs> the old Netflix. <laughs> they're doing the old Netflix special of releasing the whole series, which mm. is. Did they always do that, or did they do it weekly? Like, what was Netflix's thing? It was all at once because you could binge it, right? Yeah, they yeah, were they I were big so. on the binging. But then Stranger Things and a couple other shows, they released them in like chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd I rather watch. I think this was the first time they did Stranger Things in chunks. Though. Yeah, normally it was just all at once. All at once. I wish more things would do that because then I could just watch it all and then form yeah, an opinion. Yeah, and then not do anything in the time period where I'm watching that show because mm-hmm. they release like eight hours of content, yeah. and I'm like, time to do gotta it. watch it all. Yeah, because if they release She-Hulk all at once, I would know what episode Daredevil shows up in instead of having to wait every week and going, is this is it? Daredevil in this episode? <laughs> is this I one? love how that that series has just devolved into us just like. Mm. Do we care about She-Hulk? A little, but Daredevil might be in this episode. Yeah, I don't, that's like a whole other thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more when we like review. Probably not. We won't talk about that situation at all. We'll just give you the review and go home. Really? We're very by the books here. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We, we won't. We won't talk about anything that upset us about the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it, it just feels like bad writing. It's one thing to be like, oh, tease, but then <laughs> we're gonna break the fourth wall and like play a joke on you I was, but that's been the whole show yeah it's i was thinking about show. that this morning i was like they really teased something but didn't follow up on it and i'm wondering if that's just because they couldn't find a better place to tease it maybe like that's just yeah sorry we, we got sidetracked a bit get a little sidetracked speaking of warner brothers financial woes may prevent dc from finding their own kevin feige according to no. the hollywood reporter warner brothers discovery is still grappling with the heavy debt load and skeptical investors so I think Ezra Miller should do it. Uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. They should be the Ke- Kevin Feige of DC. Mm, mm. Ezra Miller is definitely in, in, the, in the mental state to do something like that. So. And yeah. good track record because mm, he's the Flash. The Flash. The flash. Was run the Flash. flash. <laughs> yeah. Run, run, run fast. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of the DCEU, J.J. Abrams' Constantine show has officially been dropped at no. HBO Max. Oh, that's not a good thing. I thought dropped meant like came out. No, it, it mm-hmm. got dropped mm-hmm. uh, following the announcement of the Keanu Reeves Constantine sequel. Are they just, did, were they just like, hmm, Keanu Reeves better. is our Constantine. J.J. <laughs> was like, I got this cool script. I don't know. I, got Keanu. I don't know. Keanu, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves is in the waiting room right now, so we could just make that happen. Yeah. But I mean, like they're doing the thing of like, oh, if this is happening, we can't have them coexist at the same time. But they've proven that you can do that with, characters like batman there's like four batman right now it's not a great thing but constantine like, isn't literally the dc character you know when you think of dc what do you think of dana i think of the white house i think of constantine oh. and the washington monument oh and the united states of america the lincoln memorial the, the, the lincoln, lincoln memorial, memorial. <laughs> love the, this country the long the long reflecting <laughs> pool i love this country you've been in the natural history museum you ever been to two separate <laughs> natural history museums speaking of two 
Oh. Andor season two. Nice. Likely won't release before fall 2024. No. Sorry, all you Andor heads. No. The series, Is that what they're calling? No, they call them Andor whores. The series <laughs> will shoot November to August and then may take another year of post-production, confirms showrunner Tony Gilroy's estimate. Now, I have a couple things before we get into the actual news bit. Why not and whores? Um, and also, when you watch Andor, because then, do you, do because you think... Because then you're, 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 you're defiling the name. Sorry, okay. continue. No, that's right. I just want to know. I just Disney would never. Yeah. Disney would never defile anything for money. Am I really going <laughs> to defile a grave for money? Of course I am. And my second thing, mm-hmm. when you watch Andor, uh, did you know that there's actually a biological reaction your body makes? Um, your your mind is so excited to watch Star Wars that it releases <laughs> endorphins. <laughs> Boo! That sucked. Thanks, guys. Get a, get a better one. Holding on to that one. Jeez. Uh, had to get that one. Out. I had to. I had to. <laughs> It was eating me up inside. Uh, this doesn't surprise me. That's like two years. Yeah. So yeah, two years for Andor right. season two. We're just gonna ramp it up. Mm-hmm. Three years Andor season three. <laughs> four years Andor season four. They keep going until they just have <laughs> no story to fill between that and Rogue One. Season twenty years. Season six Andor and season eight. Nineteen and twenty. Season six and eight is just a dead body. This is 20 minutes and they're like, oh yeah, he's dead. Uh, At some point they're going to have to get a new actor because he's just going to get just too old. too many years. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, James Earl Jones retires from voice acting as Darth Vader after allowing Lucasfilm to use AI to recreate his voice for future projects as we saw in Kenobi. Yeah. Which is like, it's crazy that he's like, it's like 90 something, but it's kind of it's it's weird. Continue. Because... I mean, this opens the idea for someone like James Earl Jones. He's got that recognizable voice and Darth Vader's a robot. You can kind of get away with this. But in other cases, do you think this will like open up for more people to like, oh, yeah, we can just always have this person do mm-hmm. this character. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really creepy that AI can do that. Um, and it's even creepier that I, I think you're right. I think it's going to become a trend where like especially after people die, I mm-hmm. think it's going to become the big one, you know. I mean, like, we're just honoring them. Yeah, yeah, it's in a way like his legacy, you know? Like, at least. Yeah, it is. But he's still permission. alive to right. give well, I get that, but yeah. like, if he passes, you know, they can yeah. continue to but use it. But I feel like voice. the people who passed and don't give permission, and then they're just like, well, the family estate has told us that we can. It's yeah. like, well, that well, wasn't the person when they were alive, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what happened What what happened tragically with Carrie Fisher in like the last Star Wars film, how she mm. passed in between the two films, and instead of like, writing her off or doing something like that. They used different scenes and like edited things mm-hmm. around, which is fine. But there was like, no, in the case of my passing, do this. Right. It was just, I will work around it. So right. I don't know if having AI voices or different things like that opens it for people to be like, yeah, keep my character going. I would love that. Or just like when well, we have their voice and we have the AI program, we could just keep them going. And I think it's even more so for characters like Darth Vader, where mm-hmm. you don't have to see the face. Too. Yeah. They can just be like, well, we own the character. I know that that sounds like you, but that's the character's voice yeah. that you gave us. Therefore, we own it. Therefore, we can recreate it. And, and you're then, like, ooh, uh, slippery slope. And then they go like, oh, since we have the AI, we can use it in the new Mufasa prequel and yes. no one will know. Yeah, that, w- that would be an interesting twist. Um, but you know what else is a, is a Disney future project? <laughs> John Bernthal is rumored to reprise his role as the Punisher in Disney Plus's Daredevil nice. Born Again. This cameo slot was originally meant for Jessica Jones, but was replaced to Kristen Ritter. Uh, was replaced due to Kristen Ritter's schedule conflicting. Mm-hmm. It actually was replaced to to Kristen Ritter's schedule. Oh, two two. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. I should have read, read it. Wrong. I should have yeah. read it uh, by by script. Mm-hmm. Cool. You always look at me like that, man. So, uh, that's 
I mean, it's like cool that they're doing it, but it's kind of weird that they're like openly like, yeah, we're going to have this character in it, but I guess we'll just do this character instead. Is it openly yeah. or is it a rumor? I mean, like everyone is, it's like rumored how Kingpin's an Echo rumor. And then you're like, yeah, no, Kingpin's an Echo. So what the hell is a cameo slot? They're just like, mm, for every project we got to have, we have five cameo <laughs> slots that well, we got to go through. you know they do that at this point. I, I guess, guess, but I didn't think there would be like a term for it, like a cameo slot. I thought it was just going to be like a, oh, you know, we want Person four slot. cameos, but it's no, how do we fill these four cameo slots? Well, because like they're trying to show like, oh yeah, the Netflix series kind of happened or something. And then they're like, we'll use this Netflix character. And then when they schedule, I bet if uh, John Bernthal can't do it, they'll go, oh, Luke Cage. And then let's just mm. keep going down the list. Until Iron, they, fist. Oh, Iron Fist. Isn't that like less of a cameo and more of like a, because uh, like cameos are kind of like short, right? But this, but it says reprise his role. I guess he's reprising his role and is doing a cameo. I mean, we'll see how long it is. The show's going to be 16 episodes. He could be in every single one. It's just a Punisher show. I'm the Punisher. And Wong's in it also. Oh. Speaking of things Wong is probably in, ah. Marvel Studios is now focusing on Fantastic Four casting after finding the film's writers being Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer. Wait, Jeff Kaplan, Jeff Kaplan from, from the Overwatch? Like from, like from Blizzard? <laughs> yeah. Jeff Kaplan's writing the Fantastic the Four? No, man. Two separate Jeff Kaplan. No, okay. I think it's the same look. guy. Did you look up his name? Oh, okay. <laughs> let's, let's look up Jeff Kaplan. And look up Jeff Kaplan. No, writer. let's just look up Jeff Kaplan. No, because... Um, yeah, look, they're they're right there. They're both yeah, both right there. <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff Kaplan from the Overwatch team. They look pretty similar. No, uh, then my idea. pick is Winston as the thing. I I please. Yeah, no, it's not the same guy. Gosh, I miss so Jeff cute. Kaplan. Bring back Jeff. That was when Overwatch was good, Dana. Yeah, that, that's what days. I was thinking. Springer, Ireland right, Lenore. Nice man. That's what Ian Springer, Springer. has Springer. to hear he on a daily basis. Day. Yeah. That's poor guy. You know, that's what we'll end on for the news okay. bit because you can't beat that. There's nothing that's going to beat that. But you know, oh, what I could beat Ian Springer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> to avoid a to avoid a fight with Ian Springer, let's move on to trailers. First trailer we got is Anola Holmes two, and what I thought was really interesting about this trailer is that like at the end of the first Anola Holmes, um, her mom's like, "You should be a detective too," and she's like, "Yeah, I'll open up my own detective thing." But what's interesting is like they're like, "Oh, your brother Sherlock Holmes, can he do all the cases?" So she's not getting any uh, like work, but then she's just going to help him with a case that he can't solve himself. I thought that was an interesting twist rather than them being like, here's just two Sherlock Holmes. It's fun. I think it's interesting that Eleven from Stranger Things has developed a British accent. Mm. I think Superman being a side character in this one is a little weird. It's mm. odd. Eleven and Superman. Although it's kind of the crossover I've been waiting to see because yeah. I feel like their power matchup, like the scaling is there. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, Superman's uh, like weak to magic, but she's kind of like magic. You know? Yeah. she. So, well, is, is our she, powers magic? Cause like, and she's, she's weak to laser vision. She's, she's weak to laser vision. <laughs> so it's like they complement each other's weaknesses. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty cool mm -hmm. concept. Why don't you just have Henry Cavill as James Bond? Can we just have him as James Bond? Can we have Henry Cavill as yeah. everything? I but just, just want to see announced him. yet, dude. Okay. Or Idris Elba. Time? Or Idris Elba. Or I think it'll be Idris Elba. I like one time. One time, and he dies in the in the <laughs> opening scene. He's like, I'm James God. Bond, but I'm also allergic to catfish. Oh, no, no. I'm eating catfish, and he dies. That's my James ah, Bond. God, I hope James Bond doesn't have a deathly allergy to something very common, and then someone just is like, would you like this? And he forgets, and he, and he dies. Oh, hold on. There's a knock at the cabin. Calm the fuck down. I get, what, no, I get what you were doing. Don't do that shit. This table is very frail. <laughs> next trailer we have is Knock at the Cabin. M. Night Shyamalan's next horror movie coming out next year with the, with the twist of 
he always changes it. He's like, what if this thing, but scary? This one is, what if Dave Batista, but scary? <laughs> well, do, we don't even know if Dave Batista is the bad guy. Clearly the bad guy. Okay, yeah, but, well, but he okay, says like he has him in the like, chair, and he's like, you choice. need to make a choice or the world's going to end. We don't know what that choice is. We don't know if Dave Batista is trying to save the world. He could be trying to save the so world. So my theory, I got a theory. What's your I theory? think they're from the future. Mm-hmm. I think they're from when the apocalypse happened. They focused all their efforts into figuring out time travel so they could prevent the apocalypse. But they've narrowed it down to this one family, and it's some decision they make. But, you know, time travel's wonky. You can't figure out all the kinks in it. Willy so wonky. They know it's some decision that happens on this day in this cabin with this family, but they don't know what it is. So they go back in time to try and stop them from whatever that decision is, or at least try and guide them to a different choice. And then it turns into like a fun Rick and Morty episode. Mm-hmm. They just keep jumping back to the one yeah. time, and they keep messing it up. <laughs> Oh, did you kill the husband? Oh, no. (laughs) Go back again. Um, But the trailer seems pretty cool, but I couldn't help but smile when he's like, you need to make a decision or the world ends. And then the dad goes, huh? (laughs) And I was like, okay, man. Come on. He goes, what? He goes, gorge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we'll see that in 2023. But uh, what a strange world we live in, huh, gentlemen? No, I think our world's pretty like kind of normal. normal world, I would say. Compared to the strange world trailer. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that was a strange world. That was a strange... Not our world, though. Not our world. Ours is normal. It was like I invited you to my birthday, and you both <laughs> looked at each other, went in the corner, and went, hey, let's both say we're busy. Come back, and then went, we don't want to go to your no, birthday party. No, we left. didn't We didn't look at each other in the corner. We looked at you like in front of you and went, I don't really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy, but I just heard... Oh, you think we're your friends. I see. <laughs> uh, we're not going. Disney's Strange World, which... The first trailer was this awesome, like, ethereal kind of adventure into this strange world, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. this one kind of gave us the whole plot. Can we stop doing that with trailers? Yeah, seriously. I literally, the trailer started, they said, "His, I'm so sorry your dad went missing. I was like, oh, the dad's going to be the plot twist in the movie. And then it was the plot twist in the trailer. They, they I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, given to us. Uh, he just finds his I'm dad. I'm sure it was supposed to be. Otherwise, I think that they would have taken the trailer down. They would have been like, oh, my God. Oh, oh well, my God. Yeah. It was we really released the wrong twist for when they, after the movie comes out. T- that could have been a twist. Yeah. It could have been. They yeah, no, I agree, though. Twist. I do agree. That was that was kind of lame. Kind of lame. I'm going to go talk they to They need them, to learn how know? to make some trailers because those first ones were good. Hey, Disney. Mm-hmm. Hey, Disney. Hey, Disney. This is a cabin. I'm knocking on it. There's a knock at the cabin. It's me, Dave Batista. I think you should switch the trailer. And then they go. Sorry, Dave Batista. We'll change the trailer. Why do you have so many wrinkles on the top of his head? I'm stressed. It, it looked like he was really holding a lot of tension right on his scalp. He needs a big old head massage. I think that's yeah. just like a, like a, some bald people just have that, you know? But I don't. You don't. And You're I think if I, sh- but if I shave bald. my head, I, I know. Like I genuinely think if I, if I were bald, I would have head wrinkles. Because my head's kind of like This guy wrinkled. got head wrinkles. How do you know you don't have head wrinkles? I've shaved my head before. I mean, yeah, but not now. Yeah. You think my head wrinklage would change? Come on. Yes. Grow up, man. Grow up. Yeah. Get real. Dave Batista's head I didn't have wrinkles when I was a baby. One. Why would I have wrinkles now? <laughs> uh, don't worry, darling. You're never going to get wrinkles. Don't worry, darling. That's a movie this week also. <laughs> I didn't even want to like, acknowledge what you said. Don't worry, darling, uh, is the is the movie of the episode that we will be talking about. It's like movie of the year. And I like, <laughs> well, okay. Maybe, I mean. The can't miss epic adventure of the summer, although it is fall now. Uh, before we do it, can I do a plot? Or do you? Does someone want to jump the plot? 
Um, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Let's just like remind our listeners here. There's quite a bit of spoilers in this movie, just like inherently. Like you kind of like need to see the movie. So we're not going to have like a huge spoiler free section. We're probably going to like hit more on like once spoilers start happening. But we but still right now is spoiler right now free, is spoiler free. Then you'll get the rating beforehand. Don't worry. You'll know if this movie's worth it or not. Uh, so the plot follows Alice and Jack Chambers as they're living in the 50s in a new suburban life, uh, followed by the what is the name of the people? The venture, the um, voyage, um, 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 mean, like victory, the victory, victory. Yeah. So they live in like the victory house blocks. It's like a bunch of blocks, suburban. Every day, the husbands drive off to this work site and they work on advancing future technologies, like a very vague mm -hmm. term. I believe Jack is a technical engineer is what he says. Which is? Which is still kind of vague. <laughs> Anyways, when Jack is at work, Alice is just tending to the house, making sure all the food's ready, the house is clean, but then some things start getting a little wonky. Things start getting a little twisted. And then Alice is trying to piece together the mystery of what really is going on in this neighborhood. And if Victory is hiding something, or maybe something's being hidden from her on purpose. Ooh. And that's all the time we have for this week. I'm so confused how those are not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Victory hiding something. Maybe and they're hiding something, hiding something from, from her. her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so that's a plot without getting into it. But you know what we can get into? Mm -hmm. The three characters that are actually impactful. Pretty much. Yeah. Who wants to start us off with Alice? I'll go. So there's Alice Chambers, mm -hmm. played by Florence Pugh. Nice. Is that what you? Is that, that all you? That's the whole thing. That's the recap. Um, Florence Pugh hard carries this movie. Ooh, so hard, hard carries this movie. The plot, I think, for this movie, like we'll talk about it more later, you know. But like, I think Chris Pine and Florence Pugh like are like definitely like standouts above all else in this movie, like above the plot, above every other actor. So when you go to review her character, you're like, oh, standout part of the movie. Yeah. Yes. And then we get Jack Chambers, her husband in the film, played by Harry Styles. Um, not not that Harry Styles is a terrible actor, mm -hmm. but there are times where you're like, right, Harry. So this whole Harry, movie. Harry, stick to music. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't actually say <laughs> this, this whole movie is inconsistent, but Harry Styles is also inconsistent in this movie. In that, like, sometimes he'll he'll deliver a line and you're like, okay. All right. He acting, might have a yeah. career here. And then he'll cry or something. And yeah. you go, oh. He'll like scream and you're like. Ooh. He's like. No, <laughs> not going to lie. Like, he, he absolutely has the um, like the face for this role. You like, mean he's, he's attractive? Uh, yeah, mm. but like there's a difference between attractive oh, yeah. and like <laughs> looking good in like a film that's supposed to be depicted in like the 50s. You have know? you seen that? You're right. Line? You're right. I think that they I did a good he, job like, casting. Yeah. Like it's a decent think, cast. But I also, feel like the only person who didn't fit is Chris Pine. I feel like Chris, Chris Pine, Pine doesn't look like he lives in the fifties. You know what I mean? He's modern. Nick Kroll attractive. definitely. Yeah. Nick Kroll lives in the fifties. Fucking all I'm day, every day. Breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Um, much. yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the characters. In but just the a second. character of Jack Chambers, though, is an interesting character. A complex right. character. If you complex will. character. He's got a lot of very emotions. complex, and you can you can mainly tell. screaming and crying. Mainly screaming yeah, and crying. <laughs> He's not good at them. Uh, finally, we have, of course, Frank. No last name. Chris Pine. The owner of Victory, we think. I mean, he's head, said to be like the head, head of whatever, wherever they work at at, head, at headquarters. He's he's almost this like godlike figure to them. Like they're lucky right. if 
he goes to their house for dinner or mm -hmm. if he invites them to his party. Right. There's like so. definitely like a weird power dynamic with him. Yeah. I think it's like almost one of the first like weird things about the movie that they introduced to you to like let you know that maybe like something is off about this place is like when Nick Kroll's character is like, You're lucky. you were so lucky to even know him. Don't ever talk to him. And like just in reference to him, like dude's not even there. He will talk to you right. if he ever talks to you. Like it was like really weird and you're like, oh, maybe. Oh. Right. Nick Kroll I mean, shouldn't be in this movie. Not everyone is uh, normal here. <laughs> Nick Kroll shouldn't be in this movie. <laughs> he's, he's a comedian. Really stands out, but not in the good way. You're like, that's Nick Kroll. And he's like, yeah. come on, babe. My wife, Olivia. Come on, babe. <laughs> You're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I'm from Big Mouth. <laughs> uh, but uh, to the standouts of Alice and Frank, it is, uh, to be frank, a bit apparent in some scenes when um, Florence Pugh is acting with other characters in a scene. Sometimes it's like very flowy, good, normal. Like this is a good scene. Sometimes you're like, oh, sh she's fucking dribbling around these fools. Mm. Their ankles are getting broken and they're just but trying the to But the scenes with Chris up. Pine felt very like well matched. It's like you know? great like, offense and great defense. Mm -hmm, I'm stuck in this sure. basketball analogy. <laughs> I can't get out of it. But okay. uh, yeah, the acting is superb by uh, two of the actors the entire time. But that also is very- <laughs> apparent in some scenes like they're like well, why are you doing that floors pew just gives a fucking performance and you're like oh that's odd mm -hmm. and, and like, it's not just us i want to clarify no. we don't just hate harry styles because i don't even hate harry styles yeah but i mean other people in the theater laughed too like when bad acting was happening it was like apparent like other like, scenes yeah. we could hear other people laugh. audibly laughing like 10 people in the theater too like there was, was loud laughing they were it was it not was, a funny, funny scene also well, uh, made it funny because he was bad at acting. And if you gentlemen will look at the script, I put question mark, question mark, question mark, because I couldn't mm -hmm. tell you any of the other characters. I don't think we knew um, any Margaret? of their names. Was, was oh, Margaret, Margaret was Margaret one of the was other an people. important character. Right, Margaret, right. Margaret is sort of um, a, a bit of a foreshadowing to, to Alice, right? Yeah, like, she's kind Alice of like, before Kind of kicking realized. off the events, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, just like. So Margaret is also noticing something is odd, but then everyone's just like, She's crazy woman. Just gaslighting her. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to gaslight the movie. We'll get into oh, literally just gaslight. The but movie. Uh, besides Margaret, there's like John, Bunny, Billy, Bobby, just yeah. a bunch of '50s names, and mm -hmm. they're there, and they do fine. Honestly, Olivia Wilde. Some sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe <laughs> shit. Um, Olivia Wilde had a character. What was her character? Bunny. Name? Bunny. Bunny. She was one who smoked with her bunny. kids. I know. I remember the character. Yeah. I just couldn't remember the name. And then bunny. you said Bunny. And I yeah. was like, oh, right. Yeah, it's a name. <laughs> she gave herself the name Bunny. <laughs> she wrote it, too. She could have given herself <laughs> a different name. She picked Bunny. But um, is it time to move into our favorite segment, What Works, What Doesn't Work? Absolutely. We shall. What works, Jackson? You're the only one who gets the answer. I'm the week. only one. Kevin, you don't get to tell anything good about this movie. You can only say bad things about this okay. movie. What works? I thought the mystery was very engaging. Um, mm -hmm. It didn't feel like some mysteries feel where the ending is just like, oh, that's stupid. No, it like made sense, you know, kind of things leading up to it. There were plot holes here and there, but I thought overall, like the story was interesting. I, there wasn't a point where I was like, well, there were some points where I was like, get on with it. But there wasn't a point where I was like, I'm not invested in this story anymore. I think the writing did a very good job at effectively gaslighting Alice the whole time. But since Alice is the protagonist, then the audience gets gaslit the whole time, which is really frustrating, like while you're in the theater, 
So I want to put it for what doesn't work. But like they did a good job. But at if it. that like, was the yeah. intention, if that was the yes. intention, like like you definitely like felt a lot of that like frustration and anger with Alice while watching the movie. And I'm sure that you know, they do a lot of good job with imagery in this because there'll be like a layout of the entire house and community, and mm-hmm. Alice will trace her fingers, and it's almost like she's trying to figure out a maze, mm-hmm. and it's just like this very passive scene. But it's really interesting and engaging with the visuals. Some of them are like. Oh, okay, it's pretty good. And the other ones, you're like, I don't want to watch this. I do think the visuals were great in this movie too. Yes, like the colors were awesome. I mean, you can put that to like it being set in the '50s, where like everything was just colorful because yeah. that's what it was. But it was like very pleasing to look at. Like their house was very like it like it didn't feel like it got old at all. You know, like it was it was a fun set. That yes, on. yes. Um, but as we've already started to allude, uh. I have something else for oh, one something that works. They have some pretty damn good symbolism in this movie. Um, there are a couple of things that um, Karen and I picked up on. One was uh, the food. Every morning she would make food, mm-hmm. but every time there would be less and less symbol, uh, symbolic of her like kind of descent into not madness, but descent into like like less of the like, belief in the life. Yeah, life yeah, she's she, living, she, yeah, right? exactly. And and um. Oh, it's kind of a spoiler, so I won't say. But uh, mm-hmm. there's a point where um, it goes back to where it was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that we picked up on was Jackson. This is two things. <laughs> I just no, no. no. You... These are both symbolic things. Oof. And I think I forgot the so second symbolism. one, so we can just skip anyways. No, okay. <laughs> no, I think I forgot it. Like, oh. <laughs> genuinely, just skip my head. So, so if so I remember it, I'll bring it my back head up. I found it. Um, as we mentioned before, it's time to jump into some things that don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not even pacing that's an issue with it. There's too much runtime for this movie. Yeah. So they either needed to fill it with more clues mm-hmm. or make the clues more uh, prevalent in like their importance. Because right. there'd be one moment where she like cracks an egg and there's no egg in it. Mm-hmm. And that's our clue for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But that's not like in like a compelling enough thing to be like, why were the eggs? You're like, that's weird. But yeah. then they don't build off of it. They do mm-hmm. a full normal day, normal stuff. And she's like, why did the egg not go? And you're like, ah, we could have either included something in there or just made it like a mm-hmm. the eggs crack, but it was like something there else. There are a lot of small weird things that happen that aren't fully explained that you can kind of like come to an assumption of like why they happened. And yes. we'll talk yeah. about it more as we're talking about spoilers. But like, there's a lot of things in the movie where, where you're like, uh, uh, even after watching, you're like, I think I know why that part happened, but it's still, I don't it, know if that explains it. It's you know less I mean? of like a, an inception of like, I wonder if it was a dream. Like there's a clear like yes or no. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things like, why did this happen? And then you have yeah. to start making answers in your own mind mm-hmm. because they're not going to give it to you. So you're like, I guess this is also falls under this area for that happening, I guess. Like it's mm-hmm. not a... Yeah, or, oh, it's ambiguous. You're just like, I think, I think this yeah. is the answer. I do think you're right about the pacing, though. I think that's, like, probably, like, where the movie falls short the most is just, like, they introduce the mystery really early on, which is fine if you have a shorter movie. But then it, they don't really build upon the clues given. They just kind of work with what they got for, like, the next two hours. And so it just kind of gets stale. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There was a point when uh, I like looked over to Camden. I was like, oh, what time is it? He's like, we have an hour left of this movie. Mm-hmm. And like, no disrespect to the movie. I was like, fuck. Yeah, really? because it yeah. felt like we just weren't getting anywhere for it, part it, of it. It felt like a very slow like process. You know, you would get a little bit of information. It wouldn't make sense yet. And, and even some of the information we got, like, for example, 
the the doctor's document being all blacked out like stuff like that just doesn't really add anything so it's like you think you're getting something but then when you actually figure out what happened no that you're right that is a good like, point it's a lot of weird tiny the, things they go like, here's a clue gonna, and you're like resolve that yeah yeah i already knew that yeah another thing is like at the mm -hmm. beginning when they were like i uh, the the girls were gossiping and they're like are they building a weapon down there you just get mm -hmm. thrown off because you're like oh is that like oh is this like a godzilla thing is yeah. there something down there is there like something they're actually never nope. gets touched on no. again mm -hmm. so like they they try to throw you off and i don't even know if that was what the intention was but i'm sure it was <laughs> i mean i don't think we should keep talking about it too much yeah. I think we should yeah. probably yeah. rate before we get more into spoilers That's here. yeah but uh with that we will jump into our uh, rating and our spoiler free section and if you want spoilers stick around afterwards but what do we rate this movie what do we rate don't worry darling out of 10 breakfast whiskeys they drank so much in this movie god i wish i lived in the 50s uh am i going first yeah, dude, it doesn't matter. All right. All right. <laughs> no, it matters. I'm, really I'm going to give it an 8.1. 8.1? Yeah. I, Jesus, Jackson. This movie was good. I didn't really, I mean, you know, if I can look past Harry Styles acting and just how long it was, I enjoyed the watch. Like, I was going to give it an 8.3. Really? I gave it an 8 the night of, but I, I'm raising my answer now after a couple days. Oh, I thought I, I thought mine was probably going to be on the higher end, but now I, I realize that it's not. What's yours? Uh, I thought that the moments where it was showing up, it was like, this is nearing a nine, like an eight, nine, ten. This is a very mm -hmm. good movie. But then the lows were like a three or a four. So I started like balancing out. There's way more good moments than there are bad moments, but the mm -hmm. bad moments are like kind of drawing in yeah. some cases. I'm going to give this like a 7.6. I, I like enjoyed Fair. it, but there's yeah. like parts, like Harry Styles. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, dude. Yeah. I didn't know, want a second I know, take. But honestly, like Harry Styles' bad acting like made me happy anyways. Like it yeah. was really funny to watch. It was watch. really funny. So like, I don't even care. You know what I mean? Like I it didn't, it didn't detract from the plot yeah. to me. You know what I mean? But I mean like, we love Pinocchio being able to run like a speedboat. That didn't make us go, this is a good movie. <laughs> no, like, absolutely no, no, you're absolutely right. Like it deserves to have some part, like some rating but, taken uh, out yeah. of it surprisingly take some acting better than we all thought it would be yeah uh -huh. absolutely and we're fine with being proven wrong yeah just like how we thought pinocchio was going to be the movie of the year damn it we were so close <laughs> so if you want to stick around to hear our spoilerish thoughts we'll just talk uh, touch on a few things each after talking about the big twist but if not feel free to join us next week in our next episode but you're gonna have to stay till the end to figure out what it is now let's talk about spoilers the twist mm -hmm. now before I tell you what this sounds very much like movie-wise, <laughs> let's first go through the twist and then we'll see what everyone thinks. We figure out that this whole community is a simulation. Not just a simulation, it's like a program where the, the wives and husbands are put in and the husbands going off to work are actually taking care of the wives' bodies in the real world. Like feeding them water, like making sure they're getting the water they need to survive, feeding them, like bending their arms so they're like not in a vegetative state, but the, the girls don't have a choice. They're just stuck in the simulation. And we find out that Harry Styles is a Discord mod. <laughs> no, Harry Styles isn't a Discord mod. Harry Styles is a, is, is a Redditor. He looks like a Discord mod, but he, he found like an Andrew Tate style podcast from Chris Pine's character who sort of entices people to join his like cohort of like almost like dark web, like hooligans, right? Um, and then, you know, the, what the, movie does that sound like this, to you? This I, oddly just, sounds like the Riddler from the it Batman. It sounds like the Riddler from the Batman. 
I, I feel like this knocks the movie down a few points, not to its own fault, but like we have the and Batman. It's not like this they, year. It's not it wasn't intentional by any means. There's no way the movies came out this close yeah. to each other, and then they were like, "Oh my god, we got to change our twist." Yeah. <laughs> like, but it was just like, like I was watching this, like he's the Riddler. <laughs> I'm like, this is the, this is the Riddler, yeah. and then he goes like, he has like other people on the website who are like, "Yes, I'm taking like I'm joining with my girlfriend now," and different mm-hmm. things like that. And you're like, oh, but I was just kind of like, yeah. I just went the Riddler. Thing. I thought the yeah. twist was really good. The twist was yeah, good. No, it was. It was. Um, it wasn't even easy to see coming either. No. Like obviously something was wrong with the place, but n- n- I think the weapon thing really threw us off. I don't know about you guys, but I was like for sure like they were going there doing some like weird demonic shit. Like I don't know, they were doing something in headquarters where like they just like can't tell. Like I thought it was real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then once uh, Florence Pugh's character starts to figure that out. She gets taken, like, electroshock in her head, and it, like, resets the system. She comes back, uh, obedient housewife. Yeah. Mm. And then she figures it out. Again, we get glimpses of the real world, and then we realize that there's a lot more actually terrifying things that are implicated. But mm. with the implications, I would have liked if they went a little further in some areas. But for what they did overall, it was, like, really, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is this is scary in a completely different reason. Yeah. So we all decided to find one thing that we wanted to talk about. Spoilers. Otherwise, we jump into this for like another hour and a half. And to save you time, watch the movie. And then further, I wanted to talk about something that I could not shake my goddamn head off of. So when you join this new simulation, the dudes get to pick their entire layout. They get to be their ideal version of themselves. So Harry Styles' character is actually American in the real world, but he wanted to be British in in in, in the simulation. So when you're like, his accent's really bad in some cases. He he he. Is that just how Harry Styles talks? But though? that's the thing I don't know. He it's led to believe that you're supposed to think, oh, he's doing a bad job because he's mm-hmm. an American trying to be British. But that doesn't make sense but, either, because why wouldn't the game just give him a British accent? Because he's he so advanced. Anyways. You can make a car, and they're not driving in the real world; they're driving in their brain. So mm-hmm. he'd have a good British accent. So I don't think that that's clever writing. I it's think not, they was trying to like eh, maybe if he fucks think, up, we can back it up. I think that's just kind of how Harry Styles sounds. Like I think because he's had such an interesting life living mm-hmm. in so many different places, his accent isn't just like British. It's probably like British and American and blah blah blah. Yes, but it just sounds like he's doing a bad accent, which is really weird. And you know? there's the uh, the clip that went online of a trailer <laughs> that was released where people were like, I think his accent changes like three times when he's like yelling at Florence Pugh with this one thing. I counted in the theater and Jackson and Camden saw me. I, I was keeping track of every time it switched, whether it went back or started a new one. His, his cadence and everything switched 11 times in like a 40 second like monologue. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But not in like a black mirror way. I was just like, am I? Someone's freaking out in this. Is it me or is it Harry? But that, that's something I wanted to talk about. Yeah, that was weird. Harry Styles just can't, he can't act. He just can't act. I mean, it's nothing personal, I wish kid. he could because I feel like he's got he the did, face. He's, he's got, got the, the following. Like yeah. he, and he's already in the MCU. He's already, they already put him that's there. He needs to learn. We're, learn. Fucked. <laughs> We're fucked. Um, my, my bit is um, the importance of consent in this movie um, because... My thoughts are that Jack Chambers' character wasn't inherently doing something wrong. He had good intentions, but carried it out in the wrong way. He was trying to make his wife, who was a doctor working 30-hour shifts, she, he wanted her to have a like a good life. The issue, though, he kind of kidnapped her 
well, not kidnapped her, but you know, he kind of just drugged her and forced her into the simulation. This entire movie could have been avoided if he had just said, hey, do you hate your life and do you want to not hate your life? And if she said, yeah, I'll do that. You can go sell drugs so that I can enjoy my life. Uh, sure, that would have been fine. The movie would have been solved. But the fact that he didn't tell her and that literally just everyone was keeping it a secret because there was literally um, Olivia Wilde's character, right? Mm -hmm. She knew mm -hmm. that she was in a simulation she chose to be in there because she could live with her kids. There's like, okay. Some people would choose. Yeah, some people would yeah. choose that. It's like, it's, it's like, not an inherently evil thing. It it's isn't. just case by case. Right. So and the case yeah. we got was not a good was one. Not a good one. So it's yeah. just like, you know, if he had talked to his wife, this wouldn't have happened. So I think maybe there was a theme like in there. Like in, consent is important. Consent is important. <laughs> that sort of leads into my thing I want to talk about. Oh, beautiful segue. I feel like this whole movie is a very clear metaphor for like the male fantasy and just like, like what every, everything you were saying, I was just like, Oh my God, that's like what I want to talk about. Like you were saying like at, she's working like those 30 hour shifts and like, he's like, Oh my God, she hates her life. She must hate it. But then we come to find out like, no, she likes her job. She likes working those 30 hour shifts. And like, he just thought like, he was like, well, I need to save her. I need to be the one that's like going to like lift her off her feet and like make sure she's okay or whatever. Um, and then you see it like in the simulation too, which is where it, I think like starts to get like darker too. Yeah. Um, I thought in all the trailers and as I was watching it before I knew the twist, I thought all of the sex scenes were a lot. I thought it was weird. I was like, I, I, I know, I yeah. know that this is probably like happening. Right. But like as an audience, we don't need to see every single time it happens in this place. But then you come to learn the twist. You know that he's a creepy guy who like forced someone to be in a simulation with him. And you're like, oh, he's just doing this because he can you know what i mean like he's mm -hmm. he's tricked her into thinking like this is what she wants too but like this is everything he wants and like he's doing it under the guise that is better for her and that's creepy but i think the creepiest part about this movie is when they were going through like that character selection screen you were talking about like where they like have like the different cans of like yeah. what, what was that about by the way was it tuna i don't know what it was you eat fish and you eat you tuna can... and then you suddenly can be in a simulation uh, well all i gotta do is eat tuna and i could be british yeah um but during like that character select screen um it said like it was like naming off like his chosen name and like his like his chosen partner and it was like previous relationship yes so that implies that there could be no previous relationship you could just kidnap anyone yeah any random no, I, person I, I they don't have to that. be your girlfriend or anything and they will be in the simulation just fully believe that they are with you and then you can do all the things harry styles did in this movie you know live out your yeah. male fantasy in, the, in yeah. there and it's it's gross this whole movie is a big big old metaphor i think big old gross metaphor yeah <laughs> uh i do want to leave us on two questions mm -hmm. one there's a lot of like trippy imagery but for the ones that make sense, you your brain goes, yes, that's a glitch. That's her figuring it out. There's somewhere it's like a monster ballerina and things like that. Mm -hmm. What is that? Uh, another thing. It's the, the thing above the bed. Yeah, no, I'm saying like, why was I don't it, know. It was I, a monster I, face. I assume that that was just the process to induce them okay. into the simulation. I just wanted I to know. see what you, you thought. You can about understand that one. Like yeah. the ballerinas, like yeah. when they're making like the eye pattern, because this whole thing is through the eye. There's a lot mm -hmm. of like eye imagery. Some other imagery, imagery that doesn't, please. imagery. <laughs> Some other things that don't make sense. Um, the plane, mm -hmm. the plane crashed. Yes. That was her like, oh, I need to go find the headquarters because it crashed around there. Um, but she never sees it and we never 
get an explanation as to why there was a plane that crashed. A lot of small glitches like that, yeah. like the eggs. Like I, I think it was just because the simulation was glitched. But yeah, like so, the, the no, constant was, earthquakes. Why thinking, did those happen? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming it's just because it's not like a greatly developed game, yeah. probably, right? But then it's why am I having to make one. that assumption? Yeah, you should the explain egg it thing to me. for me, I thought I was like. Okay, so she cracks the egg, but it's not over a pan. So the simulation is like, I don't want to make a mess. Mm. That's what I thought. It's like this perfect world where nothing can go wrong. But then I thought, no, that's hmm, smart. Sex scene. She knocks all the food off the table. It makes a mess. It makes a mess. So messes can be made. It, yeah, but it was just, like an intentional mess, guess, right? It was yeah. like, they were like, this is hot. But see, like creative reasonings like that shouldn't excuse the movie for not answering certain yeah, things. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like actually just like they didn't have they directly answer it by no, any means, but, but they could have. But it leaves too many little right. questions where you're like, why did they do that? And it's where, like, where it's not even like a, a question you have about the movie's plot. It's a question you have like, that didn't make sense. Why the fuck did the eggs it. not open? Wait, right. You're, you're going to ask Olivia Wilde and she's going to tweet her reply. It's a simulation. Anything can happen. And that's going to be the <laughs> yep. explanation for everything. Which is yeah. why I'm just going with the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. explanation right now, you know? But like it, 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 it's fun because you'll have the creative options to solve some things. But then some would wonder, is that like a full movie then if you have to piece it all? But yeah. the second thing I wanted to ask, because these characters are gross in real life, the men are like, I'm this sleazeball. I'm not athletic. Let me do this thing. So I'm this huge, awesome guy or like I'm this super successful man. Do you think Chris Pine's character is just super sexiest man alive, Chris Pine in, in real life? Or do you think he's a big old fat neckbeard? Um, I'd like to I think, think he's, he's very attractive uglier, in like, real life styles, but I feel like he's like probably like doing decently well, mm -hmm. you know, do you think he ever leaves the simulation? I think because they rarely mention like, like, oh, if he comes by, it's a good thing. I think he's like watches everyone and then jumps mm. in sometimes. I don't even know if it's established whether his wife knows or not. No, I don't think she did. I don't think she did. Well, she did she kill him. him. Yeah. So we didn't even talk about that. There yeah. was a lot of murder. Uh, Alice kills Jack. With a cup? And okay. And if, if the dying, guys die in the simulation, oh, they die right. for real. I but totally if the forgot. women die, they don't. What is that? Why does that make sense? It, does. <laughs> it doesn't make my, any my sense. My only thought as to why they could even like try and make that make sense is because the guys are somehow more invested because they're the ones who like signed up. So also maybe it's something along the line. No, that doesn't make any see? sense. See, see, see. This is why I'm genuinely trying to think of a reason as to why it makes sense. Like that's why I couldn't end my rating give it an eight because there's a lot of things you're like, well, maybe, but like I don't want to have to well maybe my way through mm -hmm. questions for certain things. Yeah. It doesn't make it not a good entertaining movie, but it doesn't make it a perfect movie. Mm -hmm. The oh, ending, she took a breath. She took a breath. So we know so that we she died in the hospital. Bed. At least. <laughs> yeah, she got out, which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, but mm, don't know about everyone else. Yeah. Does she, does she like break everyone out? Do they die what if they get do broken out? with Harry Styles body? We need yeah. a second movie where she files a lawsuit against Frank. Stop worrying, darling. <laughs> no longer worrying. <laughs> um, and overall, yeah, that was don't worry, darling. If you heard our spoilers and haven't seen it, you should like, I gotta see it. Go see it. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. It might be a movie that you want to watch twice. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> but you'll get more answers if you see it a second time for sure. But with that being said, I think we can finally not worry, darlings, and move on to next week's movie where we will smile. The next movie we're reviewing is a horror movie, Smile. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it will be good. Have you seen the promotion they're doing for yeah. it, though? looks kind of cool. looks trippy. I hope you see the girl at the baseball game? Yeah. But yeah. do you think that will make it a good horror movie? No. That doesn't exist. <laughs> Stay tuned for, for our Smile review next week. And as always, keep your feet on the ground. Otherwise, you're lying down or falling.
Uh, if you want to listen to us, don't smile at me. I'm doing the spiel at the end. If you want to listen to, I'm going to block my, I'm not looking at you during the, if you want to listen to any of our other, you're really scaring me with it. If you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, please listen to them on any podcast platform that you use. If you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at Rumi's Talking Movies or on Twitter at Rumi's Movies. And as always, <laughs> sleep tight. You can't tell that I'm smiling right now. Stop it. I don't like that. Don't worry, darling. Stupid.